Hello, I'm your host Giselle Gamby and this is the Intuitive Pool podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to the community of listeners because there have been breathtaking ripples that have occurred from listening to this podcast and I'm excited to be witness of many, many more. This year, I'm dedicating this podcast to the theme of 2023 being a breakthrough year. No matter how successful, fulfilled and happy we are, and the truth is that sometimes we're not, we all have thresholds we've placed on ourselves on how loving and powerful we've allowed ourselves to be. Following the intuitive pull does not negate our vulnerabilities and our humanness. Oftentimes, following the intuitive pull asks us to see our blind spots and to bring what has been in the shadow to light. And when we do, we can see that being fully human is in fact the precursor to remembering that we are infinitely greater than this mortal body, that we are infinitely connected beyond this time and space, not in spite of our humanity, but because of the intricate weaving of all aspects of our precious humanity. When we take responsibility and remember that you have the power to decide what you choose and we fuse that with a letting go of control and surrendering into the plans that you didn't make, there is nothing that you cannot transform. My wish is that you see that the deeper you go, the greater your wealth in all ways and that authenticity is always profitable. Have fun. Hello, Intuitive Pool community. It's been a few weeks since I have podcasted. Apologies for my absence. It's been an amazing couple of weeks. I have delivered the first two-day face-to-face program of a year-long program called Sacred Leadership for graduates, for people I have coached over the years, and it was pretty spectacular. And I am now here again with you, with this beautiful community with this divine ecosystem where we weave wonderful threads and webs of goodness that are beyond my control and that create real magic in the world. So thank you for being here. Today's episode is on a topic that has been a big part of the sacred leadership conversation and it's the topic of failure and thanks to my dear sister and friend and co-facilitator Michelle Richmond who I facilitate the Kenya retreats with when we talked about it today she used the words the sacred power of failure and I thought yeah that's an episode that I'm going to speak on this subject about So the sacred power of failure. And I want to start by saying this. Every single person I coach has failed before we coach. And I'm proud to say experiences some kind of failure whilst we coach. I'm very proud to say that. You see, coaches talk about and publicly revere the bright and shiny lights of success stories. How many bright and shiny success stories do we see on social media? 
Well, I feel like we need to publicly revere the failure stories. And let me tell you why. Because it's the one who has been brave enough to fail who is the one we should be bowing down to. It's the one who has been brave enough to fail who is the one we should be bowing down to. And if I'm speaking to you, I am acknowledging your bravery and I am bowing down to you. Because you've been brave enough to fail because, number one, you've cared about the stuff that really matters. And when we care about the stuff that really matters, it's normally not the safe option. It's normally not the easy option. It's normally not the predictable option. It's the option that our hearts care about. And it's the option that we're called by. And when we're called by, when we're intuitively pulled by something that really matters to us, we don't have any predictable guarantees of how it will all pan out. So bowing down to the ones who have been brave enough to fail because you've cared about the stuff that really matters and when you care about the stuff that really matters, it's not the safe option. Bowing down to the ones who have been brave enough to fail because through failure there is a process of elimination. Which versions of us are we no longer going to put our trust in? I was at the Q station in Manly last week for the two first two days of the Sacred Leadership Program, the year-long program. And it was quite a moment because I was facilitating from a room where I first began facilitating from in 2004. And then there was a room not too far from the room that I was facilitating from that I also facilitated in 2013. Now, in 2004, the room that I was facilitating from, that I was currently facilitating from last week, was a room that represented a version of me who absolutely followed the intuitive pull, who was brave enough to know that who I am as I am is perfect, and who was in her enthusiasm and innocence and excitement and in a whole lot of trust. And in the room that was not that far away from the room that I was in last week, that I facilitated from in 2013, well, that was the room where I turned my back on myself that was the room where I forgot that who I am as I am is perfectly whole and complete and valuable. That was a room that believed that I was powerless. There was a distrust in, within myself and there was a putting the power and trust in inverted commas experts. And the Experiences that I had in both rooms in 2004 and 2013 couldn't have been any different. In 2004, it was joyous. 
for sure. There were moments of anxiety, of, of feeling nervous. That was that was normal. And yet mostly it was joyous, it was natural, it was organic. It created incredible results for the people that were there. In fact, some of the people that were there in 2004 found themselves, or from around that time, I should say, found themselves in that room with me last week. Whereas the room that I facilitated from in 2013, where I completely turned my back on my authentic self, was a room where I had a panic attack, where I left the room and went on the balcony at morning tea and my whole body was shaking and I thought I'd be going to the hospital up the road. And there was nothing that happened. <laughs> it was nothing that happened from that room in 2013 other than a very powerful decision, which was I can't do this this way anymore. And so to the ones who have been brave enough to fail, through failure, there is a process of elimination. Which versions of ourselves are we no longer going to, going to trust because they are inauthentic to us? And it's also a process of acceptance and ownership of who we are naturally, just as I experienced in 2004 and very, very much as I experienced myself last week. And in that process of acceptance and ownership, of who we are naturally. Our divine assignments, our dharma lives there. And I know that my dharma is to remind people that who they are in their most natural, authentic self is whole, complete, valuable, perfect, that there is nothing missing there is nothing that needs to be changed or fixed, only revered, and that that is sacred power. Our authentic self is sacred power inherently within it. And when we remember that who we are in our authentic selves, when we remember that that is not separate to everything and everyone, and that there is an organizing intelligence in this universe that is here for us to receive and be, then that is the greatest wealth we could ever experience inside and out. And I know that reminding people through my own remembering and through my own demonstration, I know that is why I'm here. When we are brave enough to fail. We also experience a process of convergence. You've heard me talk before about convergence, my new favourite word of the year, 2023, where all the separate, disparate pieces that didn't make sense when they were alone, there's a moment where they all come together and we see for what purpose all these different pieces arrived in our lives, we see the overall purpose, the umbrella, if you like, the bigger picture, and it all makes sense. And that would never have happened had we not been brave enough to fail. So I'm going to leave you on this episode with some questions. 
if you hadn't failed. So think about it. Think about those moments of failure. If you hadn't failed, what would you not have seen? If you hadn't failed, what would you not have owned? If you hadn't failed, what would you not have become or maybe even returned to more so? What joys would you have foregone? What leadership would you have denied? Leadership is born through the contrast of our failures. What impact would not have happened? Some powerful questions, simple but powerful questions to be with. And why am I talking about power in the context of it being sacred? Why am I talking about the sacred power of failure? Because we only get to see what failure blesses us with and what failure gifts us with if we see through the lens of love. And so if you are in a, an experience right now where you feel like you are failing or you have been in an experience where you have failed and you're not free from that, I'm going to ask you this question, the most powerful question I could possibly ask you. And I'll say it in different ways because one of them might land. How is love showing up in this failure? How is God showing up here in this failure? How is the divine showing up here in this failure? And how is your knowing showing up here in this failure, your divine knowing? I'm going to give you a clue, the answer to those questions. Failure is always journeying us back home. Home to where? <laughs> home to our infinite creative self because that's who we are. Home to our infinite creative self, grounded here in this human form, grounded here, made practical in this human form, because we have come here to experience our infinite creative nature. So it must be grounded. Otherwise, we don't experience it. Heaven on earth, right? That's a saying. I don't think that's just a saying that means nothing. I believe it very much to be true. And you know what? The sacred power of failure journeys us to experience heaven on earth. There is no course that you can go to to learn about this. There is no podcast, even this podcast episode, where you can learn about this. I am suggesting an idea that I know through my experience and it is only through your lived experience 
that you will truly know from within you the truth of this premise that there is sacred power in failure. To complete this episode, I want to do a couple of things. I want to let you know of a couple of other awesome podcasts. And the first podcast is by Susie DeJong. Her podcast is called The Untangling. You've heard about her on this podcast before because she wrote a book called The Untangling. Well, she now has a podcast and I really enjoyed her latest episode. It talks about the tyranny of perfection, of perfectionism, and is perfect in the context of the sacred power of failure. And the second podcast I'd like to share with you is by Jason Snadden, The Abundance Activator, and his podcast is called Creating Beyond What Has Been Created Before. And in his latest episode, he talks about how he set himself up to fail. And so both of those episodes are a perfect ally to this particular episode entitled The Sacred Power of Failure. I hope you enjoy. I'll be back for more. There is so much I want to share with you. Also some very exciting news about the next nine-week meditation program, which I am not going to charge for. I was pulled today, made very clear to me. In fact, this week's headline in my process has been sacred clarity. I have received so much clarity about a few things going forward. And one of them is that I will no longer be charging for the nine-week meditation program. Why? Because I don't need income from that program. I receive so much from creating these meditations and then also listening to them for myself that so much gets created from that anyway. That's my return, if you like, my ROI. There are so many ripples of impact for me, simply through the creation and the sharing of these meditations in this community. So I don't need to be paid for that. And what that allows is that allows so many more people to align with the universal mind, the most powerful strategy I know. And so I have an intention that there will be at least 100 people on the next nine-week meditation program starting, I'm not sure when, but pretty soon. If you would like to receive and be part of that nine-week meditation program, which will be starting soon, I need you to sign up to my Substack newsletter because that's where I will be sharing about it and it will make sure that news of that when it starts will hit your inbox. So please sign up to my Substack newsletter. I will put that in the show notes, the link, so that you can sign up and you'll be sure to hear about that. Plus, you'll be able to read about some other cool stuff, some other cool blogs that I've written recently. And so I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Hey, guys, if you love this podcast, I have two requests. Number one, sign up to the newsletter, which you can find in the show notes. 
Sharing is one of my superpowers and there is only so much that I can share through the medium of podcasting. And I have very big plans this year to be radically generous to you. So sign up to that newsletter where you'll be able to receive a whole lot more that I trust will be super valuable to you. And number two, I'm a massive referrer of the people I love to the people I love. Please share this episode or podcast with the people you love and let's create some more breathtaking ripples of impact.